Packed Worlds has been out for four years now. If you got it, how well does it stack up to some of the other Starfinder books that are out there? If you think you want it, is it still worth picking up? I'm answering all the hard-hitting questions in this part review, part overview of the Packed Worlds, a great expansion for Starfinder. Uh, what about climate change? Uh... And what about the bleak dystopian degradation of our Western civilized society? Uh... Or corruption in the political system? Hmm? Uh, no. No, I just like to play games online so I can escape all of that nonsense. Yeah. Just go away. The Pact Worlds has aged quite gracefully throughout the years. I mean, it's only four years old at this point. If you're someone who's looking to get a in-depth lore dump for your setting, then Pact Worlds is still going to be a great book for you. Some of the major settings within the Pact Worlds, they have been explored in more depth through some of the adventure paths. The Burning Archipelago in the Sun, for example, and the Meteor Belt, the Diaspora, in the Diaspora Strain. And of course, Absalom Station itself has been expanded upon specifically in this book, but throughout some other adventure paths as well. The Backworld Supplement gives you the background on the Backworld setting. This is where most of your adventures are going to be taking place. Contained in this book, there are 10 worlds, two space stations, one meteor belt, and a sun. And all of these places have multi-page write-ups of citizens. Day in the life of interesting places to go in these places as well as story hooks for those places. Watch my Castravel video for the dragon with a cadre of lawyers. Link will be in the description. On top of getting tons of details around the setting of the Pact Worlds, you're going to get some new starship options, you're going to get a couple of different themes for your characters, and some magical weapons and items. There's even a couple of playable races and spells within this book, more on that to come in a minute. The Pact Worlds was the first book we got that really went into an in-depth explanation of what the Drift is like. Not to mention Drift physics and travel within the Drift, how this all works, at least thematically. As I mentioned, it really expanded options with your starships. However, even at this point, starship combat still seems to be hit or miss with much of the fan base. And while the Starship Operations Manual, which came out later, did fix and address quite a bit of problems, it hadn't been fixed up until this point. Basically, if you don't like the starship combat section of the game, then you can just basically skip this part in the book. But that would be a shame because there really is some cool looking art for the different starships, the different spaceships that you can find in this section. Like this Hell Knight ship here. And four years in, the Hell Knights still haven't really been expanded upon that much. We don't know too much about them. It's quite different from the Pathfinder days where there was several orders, all with a very deep history of the Hell Knights. They have all been combined into one group in Starfinder, but we haven't really got too much more on them and i'm really hoping we see something soon for those if you were looking to add something to your game this book does contain quite a bit of write-ups around some of the common and important factions within starfinder you have abadar core the android abolitionist front the augmented you even have some write-ups on the corpse fleet in here the knights of galorion starfinder society the stewards and the xeno wardens Within all of these write-ups for these groups, there are sample 
characters or sample enemies that you could use. And even with a little bit of explanation around creating NPC characters, although this is not necessarily the focus of this book. Archetypes are a different way to build your character. You can pick a class and then you pick your archetype and it replaces some of your class's abilities with the archetype's abilities. I will do a more in-depth video on this at some point in the future. Suffice to say that it adds a different flavor to characters that you might want to play. Now within the six archetypes that you can find within this book, there are two that I think are pretty interesting, the Star Knight and the Divine Champion. And just keep in mind, your mileage may vary. The Divine Champion is specifically tailored to Mystics, but you can use it for any spellcasting class. But that doesn't mean that a non-caster class can't play one, it's just more specific to them. The Divine Champion actually increases its versatility and utility with the release of Starfinder Galactic Magic because that book went quite a bit into the gods and their likes, their dislikes, things that you can add to your game as a GM for the deities to really expand the pantheon. So some aspects of this book have aged very well and they will blend brilliantly with some of the other supplements that have been released. I'm sure someone out there is better at gaming the system, min-maxing, and figuring out all the, the minute details. They're better at that than me, that's never been my strong suit. But if you're looking at this for player options, this is not my go-to source of material. For that, you should be looking at the Character Operations Manual. And when it comes to player options, there are some new feats in this book. Well, they're not new, but there are feats that you can take within this book. None of them have been particularly exciting or stand out to me. There was also a few new weapons, a few new weapon fusions that you can add to your game. There's not a ton here when it comes to fleshing out your gear or your player's gear. If you are looking to do that, I would suggest instead the armory. If you're playing a spellcaster, there is a few spells in here for you, but they were primarily geared towards the mystic and the technomancer as the witch warper and the precog hadn't been invented yet. If you are interested in spellcasters, galactic magic fixed a lot when it came to the spellcasters and even the playing field for spells. There is six playable races in here as well if you were looking to expand your alien library. The Strix are the ones that stand out to me as something I would actually want to play, but the Bantrid definitely take a second place. So who should be looking at this book? In my opinion, if you're GMing and you're running the game, this should absolutely be on your hit list. As the GM, if you want to play in Paizo's sandbox within the Starfinder universe, this will help you do that. If you're homebrewing, there's not really a lot here for you. But if you're going to run the game and you want to use the canon setting, this is absolutely a must-have pickup for you to deeply understand the lore. I kind of glossed over it at the beginning of the video, but over half of this book is dedicated to the regions of the Pact Worlds. The lore, the interesting places, the maps. There's just a lot in here and it still holds up even four years after release. If you're a player and you're looking to expand your library, but you're on a bit of a budget, I might skip this one unless you are specifically looking to understand the lore and the setting of Starfinder, because that is primarily what this was for. If you're looking for character options, if you're looking for advancements in spells, I've already talked about where you should go for those. As a player who doesn't necessarily need to understand the setting, because that's going to be on your GM, you can give this one a pass. 
But if you are a lore nerd like myself, then go ahead, pick this one up. It's great. Now, if you are running the game, what should be your next purchase from here? Well, it depends a little bit on what you want. Now, there is a couple of paths that you can take if you're the GM and you're trying to plan where do you go next? There is now a magic path, and that is thanks to galactic magic. There is a technology path, and that is now thanks to tech revolution. There is something for everyone when it comes to this system. This is a staple of any GM's collection when it comes to Starfinder. That's why my rating for Starfinder Pact Worlds is 5 out of 5 stars. There is a little bit of content in this book that is not exciting, but not everything has to be the best thing. And just because there's something that I haven't enjoyed doesn't mean that there's nothing that you won't enjoy. I've loved all the write-ups on the worlds. I have loved looking at the interesting places to go within the Pact Worlds. Some of the spells and the playable races... Eh, they're okay. It was nice filler to have within this book to give it a little bit more substance than just the lore, but this is always a very solid choice. I think they've even translated it into several languages now. I would like to welcome to the table Con265 and David. Thank you for supporting me on Patreon. My name's Nathaniel. Thanks for stopping by, everyone.